everyone, and welcome to Moms with Benefits. I am sitting here with uh, a working mom guest that we are very excited to talk with today. Her name is Lauren. She is actually a clinical social worker and therapist who specializes in maternal mental health. She has three children, ages seven, four, and two. And her and her husband have been married for 10 years, together for 16, and she's out in Michigan. So Lauren, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Awesome. I think we got a lot of things to talk about here. So being that this is a podcast focused on working moms, I really want to start out with, you know, what does being a working mom mean to you personally? So at this point in motherhood and work, it's been quite a journey and I've loved being able to witness just how it's changed over time. I remember being pregnant with my first and I was working full time. And I remember being about to go on my maternity leave and I was like, I will never work full time again. And I was so excited about that. I really love the work that I do as a therapist. And I just want to acknowledge like the huge privilege that I've had to be able to be able to spend a lot of time at home with my kids. And I remember that excitement in my very first pregnancy. And that being on that maternity leave um, was so great being home with my son. And I also quickly realized how excited I was to go back for the days that I was in the office. And over time, I've noticed how I am a better mom when I spend some time at work and my kids spend time with other grownups who love them. I'm nodding my head here because yes, that resonates with me. And I love that you use the word journey. And what I also heard was that it felt like your emotions and relationship with work changed as you, sounds like you were pregnant and then you were actually on leave and then you were excited to go back to work. So what kind of drives you to work? Part of what drives me to work is I absolutely love my profession. I feel I very strongly identify as a social worker and and as a therapist. It's something that I've wanted to do since I was like 16 or 17. So all throughout college and an undergrad and grad school, I knew like I knew I wanted to be a therapist. That was so important to me. And as I continued on in, in my career, I noticed how much support moms need and deserve and just like what a lack there is there. And so that's that's part of like what keeps me going now is just knowing that maternal mental health is so important and it's not something that I was explicitly taught about or learning about when I was in school what feels like a million years ago. But now I see as just more and more of a space that more and more clinicians and therapists are becoming specialized in and acknowledging how can we support moms and parents and families. I hear a lot of passion when you talk about what you do. Do you feel that that passion was always there? And then when you became a mom, it kind of flourished even more or transformed even more because of your personal experience? Talk to me about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I've been really blessed with some really incredible postpartum experiences. I've got some really great people around me and in a village. It's not necessarily a huge village, but quality really, really makes up for that quantity. And so it's been really helpful and beneficial for me to see other people in my circle, how they do motherhood, having them kind of like as some models and some guideposts. I feel really blessed by the postpartum experiences that I have had. With each of my kids, I've taken a longer, longer maternity leave. So with my son, I took four months 
I, at the time I worked at a nonprofit that actually didn't even qualify for FMLA because they were that small. Interesting. So I had a really fantastic supervisor and she was just like, take, take however long you need. You want to take 10 weeks? That's great. You want to take, you know, and so I don't, I came up with 16 because for me, I was like, well, it's more than you'd like typically get that 12 weeks. Wow. And that was 12 weeks. If it, if they don't do FMLA, that was 12 weeks, just job security, not paid. Right. Oh, I wasn't, I used up my PTO. I wasn't paid. Yeah, that was the the pay that I got was using my PTO. And I think at that point I had worked there for five years and saved up three weeks. And then having my second child, I realized that while I was excited to go back to work, four months wasn't long enough. So I went back at six months with my daughter. And that felt good at the time because at that point I had a preschooler and it was just a, a little bit of a different experience. I felt like a more seasoned mom the newness of like figuring out life with a newborn just felt a bit less intimidating. And six months was the right time to take with her. And you were able to do that, not just take the time, just because you had someone who was supportive and understanding that motherhood needs that kind of support. Like it was not a state mandate. It was not a federal mandate. It was a human to human, a mother to mother, I'm assuming. Yes. That's, that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Then like the pandemic happened and like that kind of went crazy. I think I went back in the office for like, I think less than a month. And then we were suddenly all virtual. Right. And then we were like figuring all of that out. And then with my son, I decided to take a year. At that point, I had three kids under the age of five and I needed to be home. My family needed me. I very much acknowledge like the privilege, such privilege I have my husband who is so supportive and has always made it very clear like if you want to work that's fantastic if you don't that is great if you want to be part-time that is cool if you like and that has just been critical for the success of our family and the fact that he has a job that not only carries benefits but also he is financially able to support us and my income is kind of the bonus income so to speak. Yeah, I, th I think you're touching on a huge point issue related to related issues is, you know, motherhood comes at a financial cost. And so navigating that as a mother, you know, you're already navigating growing a life in you and everything that comes with that responsibility and then work on top of that and then throw finances on top of that. So let's dig a little bit deeper into, I hear you say you're, you know, you're blessed with a, with a privilege and I can appreciate uh, that sentiment. What do you feel like was most successful in the dynamic with you and your husband, who sounds like your main supporter um, in these situations? Like what worked for you two to be able to have the conversations of who's going to stay home or how can we afford it or how do we figure out how we can afford it? Like, what do those conversations look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Luckily, my husband and I, it's just really easier for us to have those types of, of conversations. And it can really just be as blunt as I don't want to work full time after I have a baby. Um, and he's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So those conversations for us have, have always been easy. At one point, I think we had had maybe our son. So we were maybe like new into parenthood. And I asked him, I was like, would you ever want to be the one to stay home? And I would be the, like our main breadwinner. And his response was F no. Really? <laughs> Very quickly. Wow. Very quickly. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So this works for you and it works for me. 
So in your case, you were okay with that reaction. <laughs> I was so good. I'm like, oh, okay, perfect. perfect. I'm not the one like taking this opportunity. If you also like want to maybe do that, he's like, no, like, I love you guys and I love spending time with you. Like, of course you're my everything. And I'm really good with the arrangement we have. I really like going to work and doing that. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. So you two were, I mean, you two sound like a great team. Um, yeah. Is what it sounds yeah. like. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So I want to go back to your profession because we, I can't chat with you here without, you know, diving into all the knowledge that you must have as a therapist who specializes in maternal mental health. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, who you talk to, what are the main topics that you cover, uh, shed a little light on that for us. This is where my passion just developed that much more because of the great experiences that I got to have in postpartum. And even with all of the support that I have and the village that I have surround me and the great teammate that, that my husband is like, it's still hard. It's still really, really hard to, to even like be on the, like trying to conceive journey and to grow a human and to birth a human and then to like be responsible to them. And I feel like that was a process I was able to really kind of like taken stride but like it's also really hard to still like feel like yourself and I'm putting some air quotes up around that when you're sleep deprived and when you might not really like know who you are anymore and then we throw in like any of the like wrenches that we know that motherhood can throw our way right that like what if it's difficult trying to get pregnant or what if we do get pregnant but then we have a loss at some point what if we're talking about a traumatic birth right? What if we're talking about a partner who's not supportive and who's actually abusive? Motherhood is happening in, in all of these situations as well. And those people need and deserve support. And those those are the people that I want to be working with and, and holding space, space for and being part of their support team that helps them through to whatever like a better space can look like for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like shining light on these issues and um, or struggles rather and actually talking about them and having a safe place to uh, do so without judgment feels like that can be the most supportive um, or a supportive way to help mothers in motherhood. Do you have any advice for support systems out there that may have expecting mom, friends, colleagues? You know, what guidance would you give people that want to be more supportive today to either working moms or expecting moms? If it's your sister, if it's your friend, if it's your daughter, be there and listen ask how she's doing and then if she gives you the like oh hey like i'm doing great and like a smile on her face ask again like hey how are you really doing like it's really hard to grow a human you you might be exhausted hey man like toddlerhood is rough you know how are you guys doing with that just offering space from a non-judgmental standpoint can be so helpful lots of love and compassion reminders that she's doing a good job and that it's not hard because she's bad at it it's hard because it's new and motherhood is always going to have like the next new version and that the fact that she might feel like she's quote unquote failing at it shows how much she cares to begin with and that goes a long long way i love that i i love everything about that it's hard because it's new and motherhood is just a constant new slew of new newness new challenges what i heard in there too was there's so much i think emphasis on the the baby the child and what i heard a lot 
from you is the motherhood piece of that the mom is transforming and that needs to be where her circle her mom tribe comes into play in addition to of course you know loving and and being supportive of of the child that goes without saying so do you feel like there's a distinct difference there in in the approach of what you would recommend or maybe that society has been transformed a little bit about how we need to support working moms yeah absolutely like it's not hard to love a baby right like they're so cute and you just want to hold them and snuggle up with them right like of course like yeah everybody wants to go over and do that but ask her like what would be helpful right and maybe she does want you to hold her baby so that she can go take a shower or go get a pedicure or you know sleep or you know whatever but maybe she wants you to do her laundry and clean her bathroom so that she can sit in bed and snuggle her baby. And either one of those options is totally fine for mom to want one way or, or, or another, but ask her and, and wait for her to give you an answer. I'm another really big fan. Sometimes it feels really overwhelming when people are just like, hey, I'm here, let me know what I can do to help. That like puts, it's so well-intentioned and it comes from a space of love, right? And it can also like put some extra pressure on moms of like, I don't have the brain space to tell you how to help yeah. me. Offer like yeah. a little menu of like, hey, I'm going to run out to Target. Are there some things that I can pick up for you and drop off on your doorstep? Do you want me to deliver you a meal? Or do you want me to pick up your kids for two hours and take them to the library so that you can have some quiet in your house? Or if there's a secret D option that I'm not offering, let me know of that one too. And then like let her pick from a little like menu of what support can look like. I love that. I feel like that's incorporating the concept of mental load. And, you know, as as expecting mothers, as new moms, as working mothers, there is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of the mental load that somehow just, you know, falls on us. And we can we can probably talk uh, and dig really deep into why that is, but we'll save that conversation for another day. <laughs> so I love that tip of you know coming up with a list of options um so that they can pick from that so that the mental load of even creating those options is not another thing on their list to do so lauren in your work do you have any experience with uh supporting mothers throughout their journeys or struggles or communicating with their employers about you know what they can and are allowed to do for their maternity leave, say? Like, do you have any experience with helping moms work through that? Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I think there's tons of ways that, that companies can focus on supporting working moms. I think starting with maternity leave can be a really great one. We could be talking about what individual companies can, can be doing and offering. Um, I think we're also talking about like a much larger systemic problem in our country that that needs to be addressed. We know that, you know, this, the quote unquote standard 12 weeks for FMLA um, is what a lot of working moms are offered for maternity leave. And we know that that's just not long enough. We know that there are tons and tons of moms out there that don't get that long. I've heard horrific stories of moms giving birth and like within a week they are back to work. I've heard the analogy of there's like a law, or at least in the state that I'm in, in Michigan, um, that you can't take puppies from their mom until they're like either six or eight weeks old. I think it's eight weeks old. And we know so many moms have to, to be able to support their their families financially, have to return to work and, and be apart from their babies when they're less than six weeks old. It's barbaric. We, we really just need more time. And, and I'm focusing on moms here, but for parental leave. We know that some companies like are getting better and we also know it's just not enough, right? We, 
we need to get a whole lot better, a whole lot faster. I know I mentioned in my, I mentioned earlier that my first maternity leave was really just like me chatting with another mom and figuring out what worked for me. And when I had my other children, I was with a different employer and thank goodness um, she was European. So she had a very different thought and approach. So when I I, I just told her how long I wanted to be gone. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll, you know, let me know if anything ever changes. And, you know, I'll, I'll see you when you come back. But even thinking of like, from my husband's point of view, our first two children, he was at two different companies was never offered a paternity leave. He took two weeks vacation. So it was paid, but it was his vacation time. Wow. And that also came with the like, he didn't have any extra like time off that like if something were to come up if a baby was sick i was going to be the one to to stay home and and to figure that out and again since we made the decision for me to work part-time we were able to make that work and then i was just the one kind of left to to figure that out and play that whole game of mental load and that's a lot harder when when both parents are working full-time hours right or both parents have pto banks that are completely you know completely empty it wasn't until we had finally had our third baby that he was finally at a company that offered an actual paternity leave. And I think they offered 12 weeks paid and he didn't take all of it because there was pressure of like, okay, like we support you and your new family and you are in the middle of a really big project and we really do kind of need you back. So just normalizing, like you've had a baby. <laughs> stay home with them, love them and, and, and bond with them. It's so important for that baby. It's so important for that mom. And it can be so important for that mom to have her partner there too, helping to support her and, and figure out like what their new life looks like as their new little family. And that's just important for dads to, to have access to as well. Yeah. It, it almost feels like culturally and systemically we're kind of told to like, yeah, you're having a baby carry on you know like <laughs> it's wild when it really does affect your mental health if you're the birthing uh, uh, mother your body your emotions your support system your finances your work your i mean your everything and so it's so interesting that there are other parts in the world like you know your previous employer boss being from Europe understood that you know socially and systematically they look at it a lot different and so that gives me the optimist in me says you know there is hope right that people can you know learn to appreciate the the gift that is life and the support that's needed do you have any kind of advice for listeners that might want to try to push the needle forward in some ways with their companies of what they can do to advocate for their parental leave and different changes like this? Part of me feels like we also need there to be like, it needs to be like written in like laws. Like we need to be like reaching out to like legislators. We know that some states like are offering parental leave packages, um, regardless of like what individual companies are doing. Um, we definitely need that like across all 50 states. I think even just like some of the work, work cultures, just the reminders that like it's not, it's like a parental leave. It, it's not a vacation. It's not like you're like going to the beach and like sipping drinks on, on you know, next to the ocean. It's a lot of work, right? And and it's beautiful and and exciting and, and joyful and stressful and overwhelming and exhausting. I think creating a culture that really encourages, you know, this is what 
like the package that we offer, take all of it or allowing there to be flexibility, like maybe allowing parents to like take the first two weeks or, you know, however many, however long to be at home. And then the option to, you know, take, take some weeks later on so that they can maybe um, stagger what those leaves look like between the two parents so that a parent is home longer with the baby and just allowing like some creativity and, and flexibility along the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that makes total sense. And really just hoping that, you know, parents, new parents feel empowered to be able to, I don't want to say take advantage because you're not taking advantage. It's just owning that you're having a baby and that that deserves time and healing and respect in your own way and not feel like taking your full paternity leave should not feel like you're taking advantage of your company like that is wild to me yeah and to acknowledge that like that's one of like the benefits that like companies offer that like you're not taking advantage of anything you're utilizing the support that they are giving you and really just like that shift of like there are some times in life where like you need some extra support and that's that's exactly like why packages like that are are offered totally yeah yeah they're um they're benefits there for a reason i mean they're named moms with benefits right it's named with <laughs> okay lauren a, a fun game for you so i am going to list a bunch of words one at a time and as soon as i list that word or say that word i want you to name the first emotion that comes to mind to that now huge caveat there are no wrong answers here okay, okay. absolutely no wrong answers and this is a judgment-free space and we know that emotions can go up and down and we can feel them all so just currently what is the first emotion that comes to mind when i say kids stressed working mom overwhelmed Pregnancy. Exhausting. Mental load. Exhausted. Finances. Surprisingly calm. Company benefits or insurance. It's not an emotion, but a necessary evil and a love-hate relationship. <laughs> All right. And the last one, the future. I'm going to say hopeful. I love that. All right. Well, you know, thank you so much, Lauren. Um, I, I think we covered a lot today and I really, really do love all of your insight today. I am, you know, so grateful to have met you through this uh, opportunity and I'm super, super supportive of, you know, your passion of being, you know, a therapist for working moms, for expecting moms and just specializing in the maternal mental health. I think there's a, there's a lot of progress to be made and it's so wonderful to hear from someone directly. Um, that's in the trenches with with how they're trying to make improvements there. So thank you so much, Lauren, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Moms with Benefits is on a mission to empower moms for the financial impact of motherhood. If you're a mom willing and even excited about sharing your journey and challenges with other moms, we'd love to have you apply to be a guest on our podcast. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at momswithbenefits.org and our application is linked right in our bio. P.S. We see you, Mama. You're working hard today and you are doing great.